and welcome to another episode of Soul Care with me, Angie Fatal. My pronouns are she, her, hers, and I am on the unceded traditional lands of the Multnomah, Kathlamet, Cowlitz, Wasco, Clackamas, Bands of Chinook, Tualatin, Kalapuya, Malala, and many other tribes that made their homes here. Please look for ways during this holiday season to buy from indigenous creatives. Look for ways to spend your money wisely. Um, And by wisely, I mean maybe not spending so much money with the devil, Amazon. (laughs) But look for ways that you can support indigenous artists, people that are actively taking care of our land and looking for ways to nurture what we have. Um, That's important. And thank you for listening. Today, I am feeling sad. (laughs) For a second, I, I felt like I was, for those of you in the United States, Mr. Rogers, talking about feelings, which maybe I am. Maybe that is secretly or not so secretly my job is to be a person that willingly talks about their feelings and pursues that because it's important. But I'm feeling this um, just kind of weight of sadness, sadness on myself, sadness for the people I love, um, sadness for what's happening in our world. So maybe really what's under the surface of the sad is grief. Grief that um, our world is in the place that it's in. Um, And it is important to feel the feelings. And like I do every year, and like I've already started to do this year, I want to give space and ways to help us get through the season. I have coined it tips and tricks. Last week I did um, holiday pocket protector, which um, symbolized, you know, um, the symbol for nerds, at least in the 80s, was um, they had like pins in their pocket and their glasses and whatnot right in their front shirt pocket and that was called a pocket protector I think I'm right about that and so I talk about on this podcast ways to have easily accessible things just right in your back pocket that you can use to help you get through difficult times and no time like the present because this is that season where there's Hanukkah, Christmas, New Year's, Kwanzaa, lots of holiday things happening, lots of things that come with holiday, which is family, which can be fraught for so many of us, interactions with our lack and the way we spend money or the way we show love to people or the way we feel loved by people that's maybe it's just constantly we're getting triggered or the potential to trigger and and um instead of being able to be soft we have to kind of find ways to protect ourselves which means that um we're kind of gripping 
or waiting for the other shoe to drop, which it might. I don't think that we should be fully slipping down the slide of uh, magical thinking at all. And at the same time that I say that, I do like the magic that comes with wonder and curiosity and winter and solstice, Christmas and Hanukkah. It's all right here. It's, it's um, you know, it gets darker earlier. There's just so much potential to feel, um, I don't know how to describe it. It's like magic. Um, but as I say that, I also know that um, one of the ways I'm trying to lean in this year is to feel the feelings that I have when I have them. And I know that is not safe to do that everywhere that we are in whatever moment we're in. If you're at work, in an office, you don't always just have the safety to just start crying at your cubicle. Or maybe you don't even feel safe to go into the bathroom. Or maybe you're so... You're running around so much that you don't have time to feel. Even if you feel safe, you don't have the time or the space to feel what you're feeling in the moment. That's why the car is a beautiful thing. If you don't look at the drivers next to you. Sometimes an emotion just hits you while you're in the car. And you can just feel it. I got into the car today and I was listening to music. It wasn't sad music. And all of a sudden, I just felt like crying. Like right now when I'm talking to you, I feel like crying. If I'm driving in the car in a wave of sadness or melancholy or whatever the feeling hits me, and I'm in this little bubble of driving, what I'm trying to do is let those feelings out when I feel them, because it's important, and with the way that menopause is, I don't always have access to my tears when I want to have access to my tears. I have to take the feeling when I can take the feeling the cat is laying next to me. So that's what I'm talking about. If you have the room to feel, if the feeling comes, what do you do when the feeling is there? How do you express it? What What are your plans in place to give yourself the room to feel the feeling when you feel it? Because we have been made, maybe I'll rephrase that, our cultures put pressure on us to not feel. I've talked about this before. To not give our feelings access, to maybe even be, be afraid to feel. So sometimes what we have to do to combat that upbringing or that cultural pressure is to then give ourselves access or ways to feel. Sometimes we can feel certain feelings by watching a movie that helps us get access to our tears, listening to certain kinds of music can help release those blocked tear ducts, um, talking to a safe and trusted friend who can hold that space with us, whatever it is, coming up with things that 
you know help you have access to your emotions. Maybe it's taking yourself on a walk um, because you just have to get out of your house because that is where the pressure is. Finding ways to feel what we need to feel is so important to not only surviving this season that we're in, but just being a human and surviving the season of life. Because life is full of things that are unplanned and feelings that take us by surprise, and that's okay. But if we have enough of these things in our back pocket to refer to, we might be caught up caught off guard or surprised by an emotion you know it's the happiest time of year why do I feel like shit well if you're thinking about things and you're thinking about tools that maybe you have or you could add even if you're caught off guard you have a way to handle that caught off guard mess you might be somebody that has a really difficult time accessing emotions or knowing what you're feeling I have been there I mean it took me a long time to develop the capacity to listen to myself you know to kind of figure out what I was feeling in the moment that I was feeling it and for some people maybe they're Maybe they were given more permission to feel as they grew up. Maybe they have built the capacity. We're all different. We're all in different places. We, some of us, um, maybe are more emotive or emotionally centered. And so it's easy for us to, to drop down into that. Wherever you are, whoever you are, one of the things to consider is not getting sideswiped by the why. And what I mean by that is, at least for me, when I was starting to try to figure out what I was actually feeling when I was feeling then. And I still, like, still don't know all the time, and that's okay, because I have built the model for myself to be okay of of the wait and the see, and that when my body is ready or inner wisdom is ready, it will show me what I need to see so that I can deal with it and feel it. But I haven't always been there. And one of the things that would throw me or um, trip me up was getting caught in the why. And the why was, why, why do I do X, Y, and Z? Like, why can't I know what I'm feeling or I shouldn't be feeling this way the shoulds of something why am I sad right now I mean I got to hang out with friends or I danced in the kitchen or my kids told me they loved me or I had um, I had a experience at work where my boss told me that my performance was excellent and they were so glad I was on the team the the situation does not have to fit the feeling and the feeling doesn't have to fit the situation. Feelings are just what they are, and we feel that we feel them because we need to feel them. There could be something that's like from childhood 
that you need access to, and it's just coming out now. And if you allow yourself the room or just to not get stuck in the why, why am I feeling this way now? This doesn't make any sense. You're you're cleaning out or you're putting to the side this idea that things have to happen in a certain way at a certain time and fit in a certain mold. Like, if I'm all good things are happening, I shouldn't feel sad. Or if all my encounters are positive, then I shouldn't feel mad. Or whatever it is, whatever we're telling ourselves. It gets us clogged up like, we get caught in the weeds of shoulda, coulda, woulda, or the wise, somebody that is um, has a house and is happily married and has kids or people that love them shouldn't feel sad, mad, rageful, fill in the blank. We just feel what we feel, and we don't always know the whys of it or why it's happening now but it's a feeling and the feeling deserves room to be felt and so one of the ways that I have built a container to allow this feeling is when it comes on like today when I was driving in the car and I felt sad I had the space to feel it in that moment and it was super quick I had like 10 tears express those 10 tears and then it was over and in fact I was a little bit disappointed that I wasn't full out um, full on crying my eyes out because I really felt like could have could have used a real good gut-wrenching cry but I let it come and I let it wash over me and I felt it and then when it was done it was done if I wouldn't have been in the car what I would have done and what I'm suggesting maybe that you do is look in the face of it. Like I see, oh, I, that feels a little bit sad, but I'm headed into this meeting right now and I can't really go there. But I know that my body wants to feel something. So I'm going to make a commitment to myself that later on today I'm going to, find the space to like check back in with myself and feel that feeling if I can. So then when you get home, you go into the bathroom, you say your hellos if you live with other people, you do what you need to do. When you get a second, you go into the bathroom and you check in with your body. You check in with yourself and give yourself time to feel that feeling. Or just tell your body, it's okay. It's okay to feel it. We have some time. I'm not going to rush you. When you're ready, come out. The other way that we can kind of check in with ourselves if we're not sure what we're feeling, again, going back to what I said before, not all of us know what we're feeling, when we're feeling it, or how to let it out. So one of the ways to kind of check in is to look for tells in your body. The body is such an amazing tool to tell us when something is amiss, when we're feeling something. Like before I started the podcast, 
I kind of had this pain behind my eyes, but I wasn't really paying attention to it because I was driving to the vet, and the cat was meowing, and I was listening to music, and I shut off the car, gave the cat to the vet, and then I was sitting with myself, and right before I started the podcast, I went, oh, I'm sad. That's what that dryness behind the back of my eyes is. And then as I felt that, I realized, no, it's actually it's actually grief. And I'm not done feeling it, because as I'm talking to you, I know that there's more to be felt, and when I get home, I have things that I have to do, and Todd is going to be in the house, and we're going to talk and do what we need to do, and then I'm going to try to find some space when he goes to his meeting to feel what I need to feel, to check in with myself. Okay, where is this grief coming from? I may not get an answer. Again, we don't have to have an answer, and it doesn't have to fit a situation. But I am not going to withhold grief from myself. I'm not going to withhold feeling from myself, because it will come out sideways. And that's what happens during the busy time of year when people want our attention and things need to be done. We have work to do, presents to buy, people to see, and still our body needs us. Our person, our spirit, our soul, whatever you want to call it, whatever we are, needs us to pay attention Because as we take care of ourselves, as we listen, as we feel, as we move through the day, check in with our bodies, like my stomach is clenching. Oh, I'm feeling grief. It's coming out in my eyes. It's coming out by clenching my belly. I'm going to look for ways to give myself permission to feel it, whether it comes out or not. I'm going to talk to my child self. I'm going to talk to my person and just say, it's safe. It's safe to feel. I'm going to try to find ways to allow you to release this grief, this sadness. Um, the holidays are are a land, landmine for me, y'all. I've talked about it in this podcast numerous times. My family is hard. My family of origin. There is a lot of pain that came with Christmas. There is a lot of magic that came with it, too. And it's just all wrapped up in a mess, hot mess. And so I want to just go, okay, I'm not going to be surprised or I'm going to try not to be too surprised when something comes up and I'm sad about it or I'm angry about it, but I don't want to take it out on myself. And as we build these things, these tips and tricks, these back pocket tools, we are letting things out on a regular basis so that then we're not accidentally taking them on out, out on the people that we love. Because that's what happens. When we hold things in, when we repress and hold tight our bellies and our bodies against the feelings, it comes out regardless. It's going to come out in back pain and headaches. It's going to come out on ourselves, on us. We're going to take it out on ourselves, and then we also will take it out on our safe people, the people that we love the most. And they'll forgive us. And still, I don't want to do that, or I want to limit how often I do that. So think about the ways that your body 
what are your tells? What are the things that your body tells you, the ways that you know that you have something to be felt, that needs to be felt, that needs feeling, that needs time, that needs space? Think about it so that you can make room for it, even if that room is two minutes, five times a day, two minutes, one time a day. Start from the beginning. Start from the very beginning. It's a very good place to start. You start at the beginning. You check in in the morning. I've been doing that when I wake up, laying in bed and kind of just meditating, checking in with my body. Sometimes it's five minutes. Sometimes it's 20, and I've fallen asleep again. Think about creating little tiny bits of space for you to feel whatever you need to feel around this time because you are going to be bombarded with fake happiness, real happiness, and every other kind of bombardment in this time. And I want you to have the capacity to enjoy what you can enjoy and let the rest go. Enjoy what you can enjoy and let the rest go. Remember that you are loved. You are loved. And you are worth knowing. You are worth loving. And you are worth being in this world. Take care, everybody. Talk to you soon.